For Arizona Public Media, I'm Tim Swindle, director of the University of Arizona's Lunar and Planetary Laboratory, and this is Arizona Science. Joining me today is Joellen Russell, an associate professor of geosciences and next Tuesday's speaker in the U of A College of Science public lecture series. The series is titled Searching for Certainty, and you'll be talking about climate in the deep blue sea. We've talked before about how the oceans play such a big role in Earth's climate, but how does that tie into uncertainty? Oh, everybody's worried about the uncertainty. If you think about how the IPCC has evolved from there's a discernible influence of human activity on the climate to it is extremely likely that more than half of what we see is due to humans. That's the change in uncertainty. And a lot of that is actually due to a better understanding of what our oceans are doing for us. We didn't know that 92% of the energy imbalance, which is basically how much energy from the sun we get in and how much doesn't leave, is due to the ocean heat uptake, which is 92% of the total. And what kind of data did it take to figure that out? Ah, my favorite topic, because one of the two ways we search for certainty in climate science is observations. The other one is we can't do experiments on our planet other than the one we're currently undergoing. So we build other Earths in supercomputers made out of math, and we calculate using laws of thermodynamics and motion to actually figure out how the air and the water and the land will heat, warm, and change the Earth's circulation. We do these experiments in supercomputers. I do a lot of this. It's a lot of fun um, because we're looking for predictions about what will happen next. But in order to improve those predictions, we have to understand the basic physics underlying all of this motion. And so what we have to do is measure it. I'm the modeling lead on a project called the Southern Oceans Carbon and Climate Observations and Modeling. And what we're doing is putting 200 robot floats into the Southern Ocean to make measurements when the weather is too horrible for anybody else to be out there. And we measure temperature, we measure salinity, we measure pH, which is, you know, the acidity of the ocean. Uh, we measure oxygen. Um, uh, we also measure nutrients, the plant food in the ocean, because it turns out all of these things are changing and changing really rapidly. So in the search for certainty in climate science, we have to both measure and simulate. As scientists, we're never 100% certain of anything, but there are some things that we're really pretty certain of and some things that are uh, we don't know at all. Uh, in your field, what are some things that are like in the upper 90s and some things that you just don't know? What's so cool is that we're able to use data sets from all kinds of different platforms. So satellites, supercomputers, robot floats. Some of those data are telling us that we need to know more about basically microstructure of mixing, that we might be misunderstanding some of the very small scale mixing motions and that we need to know way more. And the reason we haven't been able to look at it is because we couldn't get to it. And this is the thing about certainty. I would argue that we are very certain about global warming, very certain. Any bozo with a thermometer can go out in the ocean now and basically see how much it's changed. And it worries me that scientists work in teams over generations like they were building a cathedral and have done this extraordinary job of giving us more information about what's coming. And it's solid. And it comes from multiple platforms, multiple theories, multiple directions from communities all over the world. And yet the public doesn't seem to hear us. We're waving a big red flag and yelling mayday, mayday, mayday as loud as we can, and they're not hearing us. And I wonder how much certainty would be required for them 
to venture out with us, to come and take that leap of faith. And because we've been right over and over and over on this, in fact, we've underestimated how quickly it would come. My mother says this kind of terrible thing. She says, we're, we're running out of the burning building of the past into the dark night of the future with only what we can carry with us. And that, that burning came faster and quicker and hotter than I thought it would. And the dark night, we're using our math and our science as best we can to shine a tiny bit of light on the path in front of our feet so we don't fall on our faces. So here we are searching for certainty working as hard as we can to give it to the public at this public research university, a gem in all the world. And I'm hoping, I'm hoping that, that the public, that the people will, will hear us. Thanks for coming in, Joellen. Thanks, Tim. This is Tim Swindle, and this has been Arizona Science. You can also listen to this and other Arizona Science segments by going to the Arizona Public Media website at azpm.org.